the song here tonight, but it's an old hymn. Uh, you know, and I pray, you know, a lot of times when I was younger, we used to sing some of these hymns, and I wouldn't listen to the words, you know, I'd just sing right through them. But, you know, you ought to listen to them. It's not just a song that we sing. I know we sing these songs a lot, but you ought to listen to the words, amen? Yeah. And worship God from the heart. Brother Joseph, would you open us in prayer?
cross. Amen. Amen. Every Christian's desire to be like Jesus. Amen. Amen. Jesus went to a cross. You turn to your hymn books to 397. And was crucified for you and I. I would like everyone to have a hymn book if they could. And I want you to, to listen to these words. And make it a prayer tonight, amen? Yeah. As you sing it, think about the words. Don't care what people think about you. Sing with all your might. And worship God. Amen? Amen. You can stand tonight. Uh, every time y'all do this, it really blesses me. So, Amen. Oh, to be like thee. <coughs> Oh, to be like thee, blessed Be loved. 
from Baal to Judah to bring up from thence the ark of God, whose name is called whose name is called by the name of the Lord of hosts that dwelleth between the cherubims. And they set the ark of God upon a new cart and brought it out of the house of Abinadab that was in Gibeah. And Uzzah and Ohi, the sons of Abinadab, drave the new cart. And they brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was at Gibeah, accompanying the ark of God. And Ohi went before the ark. And David and all the house of Israel played before the Lord on all manner of instru instruments made of fir wood, even harps, and on psalteries. How do you say that? Psalteries and timbrels on the cornets. And the symbols. And when they came to Nacon's threshing floor, Uzzah put forth his hand to the ark of God and took hold of it, for the oxen shook it. The anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and God smote him there for his error. And there he died by the ark of God. And David was displeased because the Lord had made a breach upon Uzzah. And he called the name of the place Purge Uzzah to this day. And skip to verse 10. So David would not remove. The ark of the Lord unto him, unto him into the city of David. But David carried it aside. He carried it aside into the house of Obed-Edom. Pray with me tonight. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for your anointing, God, for your unction, Lord. Oh, God, that men would be convicted, God. I know, Lord God, you gave me something, and it's what you're dealing with me about. But I pray, Lord, shine your light in every heart. Oh, God, that we would know that the presence of God are here. God, that you would convict. I pray that your liberty, that your anointing would be here. We ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. If I had a title for this message, it would be The Glorious Departed. I probably won't do the title justice, but uh, point number one, it says, if you don't fight, you're going to lose the ark. And I'm here to tell you tonight that the ark of God stood for the presence of God. Amen. And if you don't fight, and you, say, you may say, preacher, well, what do you mean by fight? I simply mean that you're going to have to pray. You're going to have to seek God. You're going to have to yeah. stand in the gap and make up the hedge until you pray through to the presence of God. Amen. Amen. What do the cherubims of your heart look like? Oh, if we were to go inside of your heart tonight and look between the cherubims with them gold cherubims that the ark of God, the presence of God dwell between, will that gold be shining or would it be dusty because you haven't been there? You haven't fellowshiped with Jesus. You haven't been walking with him. Amen. Oh, in Exodus 25, the ark of God being between the cherubims. That is where we are to commune with God. Amen. That is where Moses, that's where they were to bring their petitions before God. Amen. To fellowship with him and to walk with him and to love him and to pray. Or does, or does it say Ichabod? Does your heart. Over the cherubims of your heart, does it say Ichabod? That word Ichabod means the glory of the Lord is departed. You say, oh preacher, I once had a fire. I once had the ark of God and the cherubims. I once had those desires in my heart. Oh, that the presence of God are departed. They're gone. Or you say, I have the presence of God. 
But when the Eli's go blind and the Moseses die and the Joshua's and the Caleb's fade off, will we still go to the prayer meeting in the morning? Will we still go to the church? Will, will we still be on time? Will we still fellowship with God? Will we still walk with Him? Or will the enemy, the Philistines, come in and steal the presence of God? Amen. Give God your best time. That's what David did in Second uh, uh, Samuel chapter four. It says David took took of the chosen men. He chose the best men of Israel. That word chosen chosen means in the dictionary one who is the object of choice or of divine favor, an elect person. He took them elect people, the best people, and he was going to go take that ark. And bring it back to the back to the house of David. He chose, and you're going to have to choose to give God your right. best time. Amen. You're going to have to choose to give God time that you don't want to surrender. Right. You right. might rather go hunting. You might rather go fishing, or whatever it may be. I, I'm not saying you know some of you are doing that, but I'm saying any time that, that that God's burdening on your heart to lay aside to give to Come Jesus, on. that's what you Come need on. to do. Amen. True. David chose to arise and go take up the ark. Amen. He chose to go spend time with Jesus, so to speak. You choose to go spend time with God Amen. to bring back the presence of God. Amen. That ark means the presence of God. He chose to get the presence of Amen. God to bring it back to the house of David. Amen. And we must choose with all of our heart to seek God, to walk with Him, and to do it the way Jesus said to do it. Amen. A lot of people say, I'm praying. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But they're not seeing any results. They're not praying like they should. Amen. You're going to have to choose to fight and pray. That's the basic choice. To fight. To die to yourself. The Philistines fought and they took the ark of God. They took the presence of God. And I'm going to tell you today, if we don't fight the Philistines, the enemy is going to come in. Because the Eli's are not going to have their eyes open forever. They're going to wax old one day. Brother Britt's going to pass away. And if us young men don't get a fire well up in our soul, like the prophet Jeremiah, then we will never keep this thing going. That's the truth. The first generation went this far, and we're already here. We basically didn't even have to fight for it. God expects us to go further. Right. God expects us well, to take a step right. forward. To build the walls. They laid a foundation, that's but right. we're to build the walls oh, for the house of God. Amen. We're to bring back the ark of the Lord. Right. Amen. He carried it aside. He carried it aside because he did it his way. You may say, oh, preacher, I've been praying for two months. There's nothing. This is the most laborious thing I've ever done. You're not truly spending time with Jesus. Because he said it may take longer than two months. I'm not saying necessarily two months. But Jesus said if you diligently seek me with all of your heart, you're going to find me. He said if you right. seek first my kingdom. Right. Oh, but if you're seeking first, laboring to be rich, laboring right. to have the nicest truck, or whatever it may be, the biggest buck, or the best job, then you're never going to see Christ manifested right. in his glory. Amen. He carried it aside. And that's what several of us do. We get a little spark. 
in our bosom. We get a little spark and we say, oh, I'm going to press in. I'm going to do right. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to really find Jesus for myself. I'm going to go out and pray. But we don't really give God our best time. We don't really surrender everything. And then we get discouraged. We do it our way. Like, like us who put his hand to, to the cart. You know, David was not supposed to be using a cart. He did it his own way. Uh-huh. He did it the way he wanted to do it. And he made a new cart. Tried to do it the best way. But your best intentions is not the way God designed it. It's God's way. No matter the delay. What's that scripture? Delayed obedience is disobedience. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Come on. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. But you'll never get his presence that way, doing it your way. There's all, you're always going to be discouraged. You're going to carry the ark aside to Obed-Edom's house. And the presence of God is going to be there, and it's going to bless his house. Uh-huh. All the while, you could have the presence of God uh-huh. if you just uh-huh. would have did it the way God said to do it. And that's where a lot of us fall short. We're going to have to do it the way he said to do it, no matter the cost, whatever it costs. And that is the way to true revival. That is the way to true victory. If we would just do it the way God said to do it, we would succeed every time. Amen. Amen. Finally tonight, we're going to be like Jesus. And if if Jesus is not living inside of us, we're not going to see it the way we're supposed to see it. Amen. We're going to have to follow hard after Christ, as the psalmist said. Our heart is going to have to pant after the water brooks, after the ark of God, after the presence of God. Finally here tonight, I would like to close, close with a Tozer quote. Being crucified with Christ. You know, Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, but he lives inside of me. You know, Paul did a lot of things Jesus did. He raised the dead. He healed the sick. He worked numerous miracles. Lots. He did most of everything that Jesus did. You know what I'm saying? As far as, and yet his heart's cry was that I may know him Amen. and the power of his resurrection. Right. Amen. Amen. Raven Hill said a lot of people want to know the resurrection power of God, but they don't want to die. That's the truth. And it's just like that quote that you posted on the chat, Daniel. If you have a fire burning in your soul, you're not going to have to adver- advertise it. Right. Amen. You're going to know that there's a fire there. Right. And everybody around you is going to know right. that there's a fire there. And life begets life. Your fire comes and you put them, the embers of another soul there. Eventually a spark's going to light them embers. And we must be burning ever before the altar of God. As the children of Israel were commanded to do to, do, to bring that fresh be in oil, that that altar, that lamp may never go out Amen. in the temple. And Amen. we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. That's right. God. This quote says, The old cross is a symbol of death. It stands for the abrupt, violent end of a human being. The man in the Romans' time who took up his cross and started down the road had already said goodbye to his friends. He was not coming back. He was not going out to have his life redirected. He was going out to have it ended. The cross made no compromise, modified nothing, spared nothing. It slew all of the man completely and for good. 
It did not try to keep him on good. It did not try to keep on good terms with its victim. It struck cruel and hard. And when it was finished, and when it had finished its work, the man was no more. And that's what Paul's talking about. When he said, I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. You say, oh, preacher, that sounds like a terrible thing. But that's what's going to have to happen to your flesh for you to see the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You're going to have to take that cross out the town and let, the, and, let it, uh, and let it nail you to the tree and you die to yourself. Let the flesh be crucified with Christ. Die to your will and die to your way and let Christ rule and Amen. reign. Amen. Amen. about David, he eventually did go back to Obed-Edom's house, and, right. and uh, he took the ark the right way Amen. up into the city of Jerusalem, and the Bible says that, you know, he was so excited, he was dancing before the Lord, and we all know the story how it went. I believe if you ask David, he would have said that was the highlight probably of his life. I mean, there were many great acts that David did. He killed Goliath, he, there were many things he did throughout his life. God used him mightily, but I would say if you talk to David, he would probably tell you, oh, the greatest moment of my life was watching the ark, the presence of God, coming back to where it belonged. But you know, he did that as the king of Israel. And most of you, you know, most of us, we know the history of that, you know, of David. He didn't start out one day as the king of Israel and decide to bring the ark back up. He started out in a little field, watching over daddy's sheep. When nobody was watching, he was praying. When nobody was watching, he was worshiping God. When nobody saw what he was doing, he slayed a lion. He slayed a bear. He was doing the will of God from the heart before anybody ever saw him. That's right. And he was content to stay there until God called him to be king. And that's, if you want to do something for God, if we're any of us are ever going to do anything for God, and it may be that God has called us to stay right here in this church in Mississippi, live and die here, and preach to this community. But if that's what God wants us to do, we're not going to just wake up one day when we're 50 years old and suddenly be anointed and be spiritual and be able to do it. You're going to have to put in the work now as a young man. You're going to have to take the yoke of Christ upon you now Amen. to be prepared for what God's called you to do. Praise God. We need to be prepared, amen? Amen. So the way to do that is to press in, to seek his face. Amen. Praise God. Let's stand here tonight. Can I ask Brother Timothy to come in there? Brother Timothy, go ahead and take Father God, we do thank you tonight, Lord, for your presence. Lord, we thank you for your word, God. We thank you for the precious blood of Jesus, whereby we can come. Yes. We just ask you, Lord, that we would take heed, God, that we would be doers of your word, not just hearers, Lord. Jesus. Love everyone of you.